relax, grab a cup of tea and a biscuit, and prepare yourself for the latest episode of the Game Punches podcast. For Christmas Eve 2015, Game Punch is the most progressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. I'm John. And my name is Fraser. And I am Gary. I've never done that before. <laughs> Hello, Gary. Hello. <laughs> Evening, not British. Well, kind of not British. I don't know. How long have you lived in the in, in the Canadas, Fraser? Are you like more Where in am I Canada? now? To- I'm total 20... To- I'm 50%... Of, of my life in Canada, so I'm fifty-fifty right now. And it looks like fifty percent Canadian. Swing. Okay. Yeah, and, the, and judging by the cost of the dollar against the pound, it looks like it's swinging Canada's way for the next few years. That's for sure. So, <laughs> but uh, yes, Gary Lever has joined us. I'm very excited. Gary, thank you very much for filling in a, a coveted space. My game puncher's cherry has been punched. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to savage? Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, no one said that before. Uh, You're welcome. Give us, uh, give, tell us a bit about yourself, Gary. Where are you? Where do you hail from? I hail from the Pennsylvanias of America. So, I am. For a lot of people in in the West, I am in the future. For for the British, I am in the past. And yes. for Japan, we're just ants. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a show of your own? Yes, I do. It is called The Gamesman RPG. I was grace uh I, I was blessed enough to be ju- uh, I don't, um asked to be on the podcast, I guess, and now I just kind of mess everything up. But uh yeah, we actually just reached episode 100 of the reboot, so we started 2 years ago on uh Thanksgiving, and we have reached 100, so Doing yeah, good. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's no... Um, <coughs> excuse me. That's no small order doing 100 episodes, that's for sure. Um, that's good. So you're a re- so reboot. So the Gamesman has been going before. You yes, Did you reboot uh, from episode one then? Yes. Uh, so Steve, uh, Jason's life, like he ran the Gamesman up until episode 100, right before he had his first child. And... Um, he decided to step down because of uh life was getting very hectic having his first kid they uh him and lisa's wife have been trying for many many years to have a child and uh he kind of just wanted to be the full-time dad so Mm -hmm. he kind of he wanted to step down 
and uh, Dan took over and invited me on, and then uh, we we got to episode one hundred four before stuff got crazy with uh, Dan's life and everything, and about uh, half a year, a year later, we we decided okay maybe we'll just reboot the podcast and uh, make it a, a fresh thing. Um, we still keep the the same kind of aspects. We still have RPG segments, like in episode one hundred, we we finally had an RPG show. Uh, but yeah, we just kind of started over, and uh, I completely forgot in episode one hundred to make the joke of Dan was leaving us. <laughs> but and we had to reboot again. But yeah, I screwed that one up, so I can't I can't go back to it. You can't uh, uh, you can't get that back, can you? I could have done it on one hundred one because we didn't get to record it this week because Dan got so sick he lost his voice so we couldn't record so we've missed our first week in quite a while but yeah um it's fun i i was completely against doing a podcast because i was worried about my whole uh my voice my way of talking and stuff like that and now i kind of just throw up everywhere and it seems to work so you mean what like the way you sound and stuff and like like how i talk and and um, my voice is not as deep as some some people. <laughs> Most people, I have a very uh, um, much higher voice than, than a lot of people I know. And I was just worried about listening to myself, like say a recording of myself or anything that I've ever done. I was like, I just didn't like my voice, and and now I just go with it because I have to no. listen to myself every week when I edit. So <laughs> I've kind of I've I've become deaf to to the to the terribleness of my voice <laughs> well i think you're mad i think you sound fine to me john sounds fine yay i think i, I don't think anybody likes the way they sound that's, that's just a normal yeah thing. that's the one just, thing i heard as well like that just get past it yeah, dan just kind of hammered me it's like nobody likes how they sound we all sound like shit just just go with it and um like if you listen back to like episode one and all that kind of stuff like i i wasn't that great uh, I, you know, I was, uh, well, one, I was super nervous to do it in the first place. And now I just kind of just talk out my ass and, and do stuff. Yeah. I find just don't think about it. Yeah. No. Just get yeah, it out. I'm, I'm done thinking about <laughs> it. And that is my, uh, that's basically my recommendation to anyone that's thinking about it. Don't, if you hate your voice, it's okay. Just think somebody always sounds worse than you. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, don't even. <laughs> don't even want to go into it. <sighs> don't have to go any farther into it. But all you need to do is mention the name, and that's it. Yeah, yep. Sounds like throw up in the name. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, Steve was called by the Jedi Council, so he's not here today. He had the best intentions, and... but unfortunately, it wasn't going to happen. I know he's getting ready for Christmas and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have our man among the world, Fish, is a traveling man, traveling band, I guess, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, visiting some family where he cannot be himself on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> he'd have to be as if he was a guest on Ellen DeGeneres, I think, or some other daytime talk show. Yeah, he seemed he to basically communicate that, that without the ability to swear like a sailor, it wasn't going to yeah. happen. So. So He's don't gone. you hate that you can't act like yourself around like, you know, the, the in-laws parents and stuff because they would find you 
so much worse than you actually are. <laughs> Exiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't talk like I like I do on the podcast or or in general life like I do around her family. And I'm like, no, keep it down. I'm all, you know, sane, I guess. <laughs> in-laws, I mean, that's different gravy. I mean, your parents and stuff like that, you can probably relax a little bit as you get older, but I don't know. So. Yeah. My mom um, still tells me to watch my mouth. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she's right. <laughs> Probably. But I get angry sometimes. <laughs> I have a complete change of scenery for me. I'm not podcasting from a normal position. I have set up, because we were talking about bars. Are you on your back? Ago. I am actually in a bar podcasting right now. I have a bar in my basement, which I don't use. And I used it as a hobby area, and I've completely cleaned it out. And I've got the PC set up. i got TV sitting on the bar. And it's awful. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> so, <laughs> my wife's my wife's desk has a nice. I spent like you know I bought her a nice chair for her desk. Everything is the perfect height for being at a desk. This bar is not the perfect height for anything. My knees are stuck in the cupboards. My <laughs> microphone is balanced on top of some sort of box. It's brutal. I'm going to rip it out. And somebody who said they were building a bar was that you, Gary? That was me. Yes. I'll rip my bar out, Oscar. I'm going to rip it out next year. I'm going to. Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay, that there won't cost I'll stick too much. It on a, I'll stick it on a skid. It'd be about three hundred bucks. Send it to you. Just, just throw a stamp on it. <laughs> um, but I am seriously. I'm going to rip this bar out, and then I've decided that I'm going to build a super desk that's looking oh, out onto the basement, desk. like a really nice. Maybe try and find a really nice big oak desk or something, so I can call my children to meetings and have them. You can do like a standing room. desk. No, none of that rubbish. It's going to be like the Avengers. It's just going to be that it's going to have holographics coming off of it. Oh, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> Podcasting, you just like move your hand over over like me and then you just throw me off the call. It's there like, you oh, go. I'm so satisfying. <laughs> what like, so yeah, just looking at it with the hand, right? Just, just swipe you away. That would be lovely. Not, Jarvis, no, please edit the show. Really <laughs> that would be so that. good. Oh, yeah, that Man. would be good. Cut out so every um, everything. Just cut out the ums, and I will be happy. Yeah, be amazing. Oh, to have Jarvis as an assistant just for podcasting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> amazing. Uh, speaking of Marvel, which is related to Disney, which is related to Lucasfilm, which is Star Wars, <laughs> something that all three of us on the show today have seen. Uh, we were hoping to have a full house because. Uh, I know Steve and Fish have seen it as well, so this won't be the last show you're going to hear about it. But The Force Awakens, yes, came came out and we've all seen it. And yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It was real good. How much can I not say? <laughs> um, well, we can uh, do a, a spoiler alert. And basically, look, if you're listening to the podcast, three of us have. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, you're in trouble because three of us have seen it. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably, I probably shouldn't get. We probably shouldn't give away any. We're major not going to go into story details, but there's a couple things that bug me, and there's. I mean, I love, I love the movie. It. The meat and potatoes is coming out already. I want to hear the things that bugged you. I, well, um, all right. Spoiler alert for next minute, probably <laughs> right now. So, we'll uh, we'll put a timestamp or something in the notes. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you, jump oh, you, jump to the, like jump to a certain minute and then yeah we'll put something in the notes no, we won't. to say but no we won't I say it why you're gonna do and that then we're, no, then we're gonna spoil John, the shit out of what, it what John means is John's going to put something in the notes 
Yep. I mean, we're like, I don't, I don't plan on us saying like, you know, exactly what happened, like the main plot things that can happen, but the little niggles I had with it. So apparently, these Jedi suck at lightsaber battles. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> okay. So, so the one, the one main person that picks up a lightsaber for the first time, you got ten, temper tantrum boy over there and he, every time he gets angry he just destroys everything so that's a thing and then like in the you know like he's been using his force power for who knows how long now and uh he like he's just not go with the lightsaber i expect in the second movie yoda in episode two skills going on because that was so amazing. Yeah, I. Do you know what he? Do you know who he reminds me of? Little Anakin. How little Anakin would have turned out properly? Like little Anakin from the prequels shouldn't have turned out to be like Darth Vader, the all supreme bad guy who destroyed planets and stuff like that. He's more like this guy. Spoiler. Who? Uh... I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers He's more like this guy who has a tantrum, here. right? And he's oh, actually not. Spoiler, that's no moon. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, man. I thought that. That, yeah, too. Yeah, the they... planet. Holy crap. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There's. I didn't go in with too much of a critical eye. Um, I'm going to see it again next week. But um, you know, uh, I'm still thinking about it. Still thinking about I it. I was. I, I went all that going. That movie was awesome. And then the more I thought about it. It shouldn't have happened because I was just like, oh, this was so dumb. And because I am completely a elite uh, pilot because I play Elite Dangerous and uh, and uh, Star Citizen and all that, I am like one of the best pilots in the world. Of course uh, you are. And <laughs> whenever, uh, what's his name, flies around, kills about, I don't know, 15 uh, TIE Fighters... It was 10. It was 10. Who's counting? <laughs> he just goes around and kills, like, blows them all up in, like, one shot each. I'm like, did, do all of them just think we don't need shields? Yeah. There's, yeah, there was the bit where she repositioned the Falcon so that he could take the shot. Because he's, I, I, yeah. Okay. I took that as the force as a thing because, like, you just oh, okay. expect her and I oh, just, the all the all forgiving the, the force yeah. card. Well, well, okay. So, I took that from she was talking about she doesn't know how she flew so well, and I think it was like the force being able to you know she somehow tapped into it and was able to you know fly through that uh uh just uh, what a destroyer whatever whatever they call them um star destroyer star, yeah. Uh, so she like flew through it, and she's like, "I don't even know how I did that." And then you know, just d- dropping the fucking in the correct position because he's like, "I'm stuck in the forward position. I can't do anything." And doing it perfectly, I found that hilarious. Um, but you know, I don't feel I don't I don't know, I didn't feel she did it on purpose. I thought it was just trying to get away, and then he saw the opportunity because it lined up. I don't know. It stayed there for a few seconds, like just straight <laughs> yeah. at it, like. You could you could tell that just that that was not you know like an accident that somehow happened. It was just perfectly see, set up. 
things like that I'm not going to be critical about because it's like, oh, how did she learn how to do that? How are their lightsabers? Well, like, I mean, the whole, it's like the whole thing is it's like being critical about something that's already fiction. Well, if you want to get into <laughs> the lightsabers, they build their own and all the crystals and the different colors. And... Ah, yeah. Well, that was one of the things I had heard, which was there's no way that um, Finn couldn't use a lightsaber, could he? Because aren't Jedi supposed to channel something through the crystals in the lightsaber or something like that? Isn't that I don't know that much into it, but... It you know it looks like there's basically a power on button for it, but he was a lot better with a lightsaber than I thought he would be too. So I don't know that guy has some mad skills at anything oh. he was trying. You know he yeah yeah. It, it, I I the other thing to think him. about the other thing to think about is the person he was battling isn't fully trained either. Uh, well, he was trained with whatever that crazy awesome weapon that I want is. <laughs> Because it was the coolest, like, uh, I don't know. It's it's like the police of the future are going to have these shock batons that <laughs> do oh, crazy that was things. The sh- oh, you're the um, stormtrooper, that thing he was right. Oh, yeah, he was like, spinning around. around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they took that from, uh, what's his name, from the prequels in episode three, the robot guy. Uh Oh, I can't remember who he was. I think it's Grievous? Grievous. Grievous? Yeah. Grievous uh, with the awesome cough. <laughs> yeah. The awesome cough, yes. Um, but yeah, like... Not no. the one with the fist. <laughs> but yeah, like, how, you know, he just like spun his limbs around and, and, you know, just did weird stuff with it. And that's kind of how that weapon worked. Like, it was just spinning all the time around like how he wanted to. It was like a... It was like the the play of a butterfly knife with that mm. gigantic weapon on his arm. Um, yeah. I did find it awesome, and I found it weird that instead of shooting you, I'm going to take you out with this this hand-to-hand weapon that can take on a life, lightsaber somehow. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I hear the poetic license stuff. I guess you got to have that. I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, who was I talking to? A, a guy... And both of us came, yeah, a friend of mine at work, and we both came back and we said, you know, that bit at the start where he stops the laser fire right in mid-shot, right? And it's just hanging there. And they just carry oh, on so with good. doing whatever they're doing. And that is exactly what we wanted to see. It was like we've got live action set, and then they've done some great graphic stuff. Simple stuff with stuff we've seen before, but just changed it up a little bit and done something really clever. Well, wrapped in the whole yeah. Star Wars thing is just... It's- it's what we needed. It definitely, you know, they had to do something new and cool. And, like, this this part of the, the, you know, using the Force is different than anything we've seen. And it was really cool. And then, you know, he leaves and then it just, it just continues on its path and blows up that, that well or whatever was in the middle of that. Um, that was cool. Now, there's one part. And I'm sure everybody that watched this movie in the first week, you know, everyone in the theater, like, by the way, first time everyone saw Han Solo, you know, everyone started clapping in the theater. I haven't figured out in my life why people clap when, like, you know, a character comes on the screen or something like that. They don't hear you. (laughs) Why are you clapping for them? Yeah, I don't know. I like we didn't get any of that. We're a little bit more reserved. I don't know, John. Did you get any claps or stuff like that? Did you get the clap when you were in the theater, John? Uh, I didn't 
No. Really? But there were clapping. There was clapping. (laughs) See, we didn't get any of that. But I felt compelled, like, maybe I was just a few few days late or something like that. But, you know, I can imagine that there were points where I was just like, ooh, I feel like shouting out now. You know, it was like that cool and stuff. And. Yeah, I mean, I I was at a, I went opening night Thursday at nine p.m., oh, yeah, which yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, would it, would which was like the madness, first, right? yeah, it was like the first real showing. Except the uh, before that, there was one at seven, but that was for people doing the marathon of oh, all geez. the movies. Right. So they had been there since four. So technically, that was the first showing. But the first kind of public showing for the Just Force Awakens was nine p.m. And uh, yeah, I had I mean, there was people cheering and clapping, and it, it, it's not to the people on the screen. I think it's just like. It's the excitement pouring out of their bodies. Yeah, of for course them. it is. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's all it is. So and the only way to do that is clapping <laughs> collectively. Yeah. Um, um, now, speaking of, you know, like bodily expressions and stuff like that, like uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one point that I like completely just laughed out loud. Like <laughs> there's this there's the one point where, um, oh, I just forgot his name. The, the stormtrooper guy, uh, Finn. Finn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he goes, he's like, good job, BB-8. Gives him a thumbs up. And he shoots, and BB-8 shoots the arm out, and it's like a lighter, and it just looks like a thumb, and I lost it. I was, it was so Oh, yeah, good. everyone liked that. Yeah. yeah, that was a great BB-8 part. BB-8 was, is so good. And I'm, like, the, there's... Star Wars in general, like just how they bring out expressions of a robot through beeping, is amazing. They know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, it, it it played on the humor. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, um, and I expected just because it's it's J.J. Abrams, like you know, just bringing out because um, you saw it in Star Trek. You know, they brought out more humor and and stuff like that into it. And I expect the same thing for Star Wars, where they'd bring like the little witty. Um, you know, uh, humorous moments and, and just the, the funny things that you see throughout the, the movie. <laughs> just, like, that just made it for me. I was so, uh, I laughed so hard. And then, whenever they're in the Millennium Falcon, just doing, like, barrel rolls and everything, and BB-8 just keeps landing on, he goes halfway up the ceiling and falls down to the ground. And then he does it, like, three times, and then he just shoots the, the, um, uh, Whatever those he has like wires are. or stuff, doesn't yeah. he? He's got the tricks up his sleeve, so that was good that they yeah. started showing. It's almost like it's almost like grappling hooks. Yeah, like and, you can do yeah, Arkham he just Knight. shoots it and he stays still, and then at the end he just drops down. Uh, that was such a good touch. Like he's, so, it's like being, it's so you know, he's like self aware and everything, and and he's like, I'm tired of falling, so he just sticks himself in place, and you kind of give you give him a personality from your own mind. You know, it's like what he's thinking while this is happening. And I think but, they did that with R2 as well, right? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. R2 so. has his own things. You know, um, uh, Emperor Strikes Back and everything whenever Yoda's, like, going at him. And, and he just, like, shocks Yoda. And, you know, they the robots are very, very good in, in the Star Wars universe. I love it. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was fantastic. I... There's, I'm not critical on it. I think everything is pretty good. There's nothing I have to to criticize. There's much more good than bad. I mean, it, it, let's say it's back on track. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I wouldn't say there was any bad. I think bad for me would be the wrong word to use any of it. I think yeah. It, when I start to overthink it a bit, I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't really work. But 
God, I mean, it's. I don't. But, I, I mean, can't, the, whole, the whole thing is. I was. I was go. Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I just can't imagine that they could put together a movie where you couldn't pick holes in it. I mean, you just can't, right? I mean, it's just it's magic. Star so, it's so it's, sci-fi. Yeah, it's so sci-fi, plus there's so many elements that so many people are so familiar with. There's no, I mean, just to try and... I mean, he essentially remade the first one, right? Which oh, it, is that's fine. something I was going to yeah. bring up, actually. Like, you could... If you took, the like, episode four, and you took the big points to it, um, you know, finding out about Jedi, uh, destroying the big deadly machine, you know, in the end. that It was basically episode four remade bigger yeah. is how it and felt. I'm okay. You know what? I'm okay with that. I went to it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Weren't you? Yeah, it was, I think it was good. Were, were you really skeptical? Yeah, you were. You were really skeptical. Uh, I can't even talk. Skeptical. Fuck. Uh, oops. Skeptical. <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> what yes, about you, it? Yeah, uh, because you didn't want to be, you didn't want to believe in all the hype that people were having behind it. Yeah, and, uh, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I totally. I not that. I don't know if I was overly s- skeptical. I think it was really just, you know, what I just don't want to buy into the hype so much. Let's just see it. And and I and there's two reasons for that. One because. I just don't want to buy into the hype. And maybe I don't find it as easy to buy into hype as I used to. But the other thing as well is I know that if I didn't buy into the hype, there was less, not less chance for disappointment. There was more chance for enjoyment, right? That's it. Yeah, it's the same thing with, like, uh, us bringing back gaming. Us playing games, you know, like, we if you take if you're super excited about something then you're normally more negative to it because you're like oh i thought this was so amazing everyone said it was so good and yeah. it, it wasn't as good as everyone said and then whenever you're you're so you know you're you, you don't want to uh get into it. you don't you want to be skeptical yeah yeah you, you want to and people love surprises right so oh, well, yeah. i do anyway, and, so. uh like i'm going to play the order 1886 because i got that for uh I'll just say this real quick. Uh, we celebrated our Christmas early because my mom went to Virginia to celebrate Christmas with the rest of the family. Um, I got a PS4 and I got the Order 1886. Nice. And I know it's not the best game out there uh, gameplay-wise, but it looks beautiful and all this stuff. And I'm going in with low expectations, and I know I'm going to enjoy it just because of that. So, you know, we have that kind of thing. You have to you, – you, it's better to keep a neutral mentality about something than actually going in wanting something or not. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I went into the Order 1886 with very low expectations. Yeah, and then you were able to enjoy it more. Than, <laughs> and it meant every have, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's shit until you like it. <laughs> Right. Maybe that's why I like so many games, because I just think they're all shit until I play them. They are. Okay, nice. games. Yeah, games. You want to start, Fraser? Spoilers uh, are I, over. You know what? I, I don't really need to start. I did. Um, I was on the other day with... Uh, you know, I've only got... What have I got here? I can... I transformed two, two games, uh, courtesy of... Oh, man, console sharing on the Xbox One. Bongo the Sane, Lord and Master... He uh, threw in Rise of the Tomb Raider and Transformers Devastation into the uh, into the mix. I guess nice. they were on sale. So, um, yeah, he's a star. Um, so I fired up Transformers Devastation. And um, that's made by Platinum Games. 
so it's obviously got some pedigree. It's really slick. Um, I'd heard a lot of good things about it already. A lot of people had said it was well worth worth playing. It's a little bit maybe, you know, I'm not going to go into to massive detail. You start off as Optimus Prime, and you're going around a very, very colorful, well-drawn-out city fighting fighting other robots. It's almost like the uh, original cartoon yes. style, like cell shaded a little bit. It's I really, think it, really good. Yeah, I think if people grew up with the cartoon, then they'd be much more into it. Then, say, like a newer generation that's like watching new cartoons, everything's like, "Where are all these blocky, weird-looking things?" Yeah, see, I didn't grow up with Transformers at all. It, it sort of, I had, I passed me by a little bit, and well, it passed me by completely. But I mean, this is very slick. It looks like you know, it is just like watching a cartoon the voices are great the action's great it seems a little bit i mean i've played my one of my favorite games of all time by platinum is uh a game i can't remember the name of what's the one slidey robot um oh metal gear uh, starts with v uh fuck yeah it starts with v um no does it start with v you lost me at v (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember now god that's gonna bug me um, video games. <laughs> <laughs> games. If only we had some way of finding out what uh, what Vanquish. That's it. Thank you very Vanquish, much. Vanquish. Yeah, I was just looking. Like at Vanquish to me is it's just platinum, just unbelievable on form. I mean, that game is just amazing. Um, and I and I get the feeling that Transformers it has that pedigree behind it, but it's not that game. It's a little bit more. I think it's a little bit more dumbed down, to be honest. It's not really meant for forty year old blokes. I think it's probably more meant for the younger, the younger gamer. Um, but whatever. I mean, it's really cool. Um, I hope I'm going to try and persevere with it. I hope I don't get bored of it, and I can just keep going with it because it is pretty cool. Well, I mean, a and lot it costs people... you nothing, and it costs me nothing. Yes, yeah. A lot of people have have praised the the Transformers. Transformers Devastation game very highly with um, how it, how it plays how it go you know it has like as many of the voice actors that are still alive that they could get in it to play all the voices and stuff it's definitely something for people that have, have watched you know the show back in the day and uh, yeah. hopefully kids can like embrace that and not go wow this looks like crap well What's it doesn't look- blocky yeah but I mean oh, it no, just it doesn't still looks maybe really just- good. Yeah, but it looks really good. But the thing is, it's not janky, right? I mean, this is the thing. It's got platinum seal of seal of quality on it because it's not janky. It's got moves. It's got button presses, combos, and all sorts of stuff like that. It's got stuff you can find. It just seems a little bit simple for me. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only just a little bit. But I mean, it's really. But it does, like I say, it's quality through and through. Um, platinum is very good at their at their, you know, fighting games and. And actiony games, stuff like that. Like, um, I've heard so much praise for like Bayonetta two. Oh man, I have got an absolute. I am really, really starting to sweat now because I've been hearing a lot of people saying Bayonetta two is suddenly becoming difficult to find. Um, I don't know whether that's the case. I I think. I think. I think the case. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the case. It still seems to be on Amazon, but there's no way it's coming down in price. Um, I'd really like to get my hands on that. I could be, I could be, I might just have to bite the bullet and spend the 80 bucks on it and get it in. Cause I've, from what I've seen, it looks amazing. And yes, like a lot of people had that as their game of the year. Well, um, I mean, the other good thing is, I mean, the, the really good thing for me is 
I never played Bayonetta 1, and it comes with it. So huh. I can play Bayonetta 1 and then play Bayonetta 2. So I can, you know, see the progression in the series and and then, you know, play this really amazing game. Because it's, they, like, people say it's, like, so over the top and it's really good. And I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on it eventually. Yep. Yep. So at some point, I'll hopefully do that. Um, and then the other game that was in there was um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which... John, you've played that, and uh, Gary, I don't know if you've played it or not. No, yeah, I've been it. debating a lot on if I should just get it on Xbox or PC, and I think I'm just going to do PC because I have a lot of games to complete. Welcome to the club. Yeah, yeah know, I think I have more than most people. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to go to too much detail on that. Um, I know we've got a lot to get through, and I only played probably an hour of it, but I mean, it looks great. Um, Have I've, you you played the first or the? Yeah, the I reboot, played the first right? one and I loved the first one. Thought it was great. This one's great so far. There was a little bit too much in the opening sort of half hour of, uh, you know what I when I, I what I want to do with Tomb Raider is I want to get to a climbing bit and take my time and figure out things. There are two things that bugged me so far on it. One that was, there was too much sort of run quickly before the bridge breaks and you die and lots of repeating that sort of stuff. And the other thing is they had this um, press the right stick in to get your, what do they call it? Some sort of vision, like Explorer vision or something like that. And it highlights yeah, like things. Like Eagle Vision in Assassin's Creed S- stuff like yeah. that. Like Survi- I think it was a Survivor, Survival of it. I don't know. Something, Instinct? Yeah, so, something like know. that, yeah. It was in the first one too. So. And that completely takes away a lot of the, I'm not using that now. I, I, halfway through a, one of the, uh, exploring one of the tombs, I was just like, you know what? I got to stop using that because half the fun is, what do I do? Where am I supposed to be going? So, but it's early right. days. Survival yet. instinct. Yeah. So, but it's early days. It looks great. Looks amazing. Just really looks nice. So I'll keep on at that. That's great. So. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm excited to it. play it. Yep. Whenever it comes to PC, I'll probably drop it on. Like I'll drop everything else I'm doing on, you know, my other consoles and stuff, and uh, pick that one up and go through it because it's not it's not a terribly long game, so I can pick it up and. Beat in a week. Yep. Yeah, it, didn't take, it didn't take me too long. I think I did within a week, week and a half. And that's it. Good deal. That's it? Yeah. Cool. Gary, what you got? I got I got a few things. Uh, I guess I'll mention the oldest, which is Final Fantasy VII. I picked that up today because I thought to myself, was like, well, the remake isn't what, you know isn't the same thing as, as what the original Final Fantasy 7 was. So I think I am going to make my way through Final Fantasy 7 again because it was like, oh, I'll just wait for the remake and then, you know, instead of this episode and everything, I was like, you know what, I'll probably just play Final Fantasy 7 again and then take uh, the remake as a new experience instead of trying to compare it to Final Fantasy 7. Uh, depending on what they do, who knows. Yeah, I think um, you need to do that, and I've given that some thoughts because they just released some gameplay videos a couple of weeks ago, and it doesn't look the same at all. And you suddenly, I had the dawn, the realization was, oh, as much as I, as excited as I was about a remake of Final Fantasy VII, you can't remake Final Fantasy VII. I mean, no, you can't make it the same exact way as the game was, or it's not going to be as good. You can't, you can't have the same turn-based battles. No, and it's and, make and it it's looks so good. And it's something that we tend to forget as well a lot is that Final Fantasy VII for me was not just the game. 
you know, it was the time when I was playing it and when I, I was a bachelor living alone and I had tons, you know, more time than I had in the world to play this game. And it filled a gap for, you know, I had just moved to London and I didn't know anyone there. So I had a lot of time and it, you know, it gave me something to do and with nights where I had nothing to do. And um, there was no internet back then either. So, uh, or there was, certainly wasn't in uh, where, the roaring 20s. There certainly wasn't where I lived. Uh, yeah, so recreating it exactly as it is, it's not going to happen. So, you know, sometimes yeah, I think you're right, Gary. You know, you've got the right attitude there with what's it going to be like? It's going to be something new, so we'll see what it's like when it gets here. Which is the same with I Star mean, Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars again. <laughs> so that part? No. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, I went into it, I was like, okay, I will, uh, I don't know how long it's going to take me to complete the game, but like, I just started out, I got into the reactor, and then, um, uh, right, well, right before I got to I'll the I'll tell you how long it's going to take you to game, complete it. A fucking long time, <laughs> that game is, it's, I started playing it again, dude, it's too long, there's no way I'm ever going to play that game again. It's so well, deep. I have so much to it because you. Yeah, and you can take up the speed and everything with. You the, don't have kids, do you? New, you know, the version on the PC. I, I think the PC also has it. No, I do not. So I have all the time in the world. Speaking of that, I have eleven days off of work starting tonight. <laughs> so, I I have a very nice oh, vacation well, to beat a lot it. of games this week, and I will be getting in because I have been. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be Final Fantasy Seven because, um, uh, Steve, uh, not this Steve, uh, Jason Slyflex, Steve, um, has, I, I bought Xenoblade Chronicles X, uh, and I am not allowed to play until after Christmas when he gets it. So, <laughs> I have to, I have to wait for that, and I've had it for about a week now. So once that happens, I'll probably be deep into that game, and I'm really excited to play because. I, I've been wanting to play for, I don't know, since they announced it, like, over two years ago. Uh, but, yeah, like, Final Fantasy VII, uh, made it slightly in. I got I got the the tweet from from Fraser to, to to be on the podcast. It's like, oh, I guess I'll stop playing this now. So, yeah, I got slightly into it. But um, other than that, like, Rocket League, they came out the winter stuff. I'm playing... Uh, Canada's first sport, hockey. <laughs> yeah, there's a and, puck, uh, right? Yes, there is a puck in it. Uh, now for for all the winter stuff, and it's it's a lot of fun having a puck instead of a ball, because the puck has completely different physics to it. It basically runs like the cars do. It runs on the ground. Unless, like, you knock it on its side and, uh, I got a goal, like, I spun it like you would spin a coin, and I got into the goal, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, but, like, if you hit that thing straight on, it'll go straight up the wall, onto the ceiling, and go back down the other wall. Like, it doesn't fall unless it's, uh, got, like, a bounce to it or something. It's, it's really interesting, because you can play it from any angle if that happens, like, Somebody will be driving on a ceiling, hitting it down or something, and it's really cool. That's interesting. Uh, I, yeah, that's different. Yes, yes. If you have Rocket League, I would definitely give the uh, the winter stuff a try. You know, five minute match doesn't take too long. You can have some fun. Is that a free uh, DLC on that? 
Yes, that is the free stuff. Nice. That, that's one of their updates just brought to it, which is cool. Just like the um, kind of uh, the ball physics kind of stuff. Like you, they have like the cube ball and and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's it, like I like to pick it up, you know, at least once a week. Just play a few rounds quickly and and have some fun. Swear at some people, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed. And then also, I finally got into uh, uh, CDQ in Elite Dangerous. So something Steve's going to be on for this because he plays Elite Dangerous. Uh, it took us forever to try to get into a match in the squad. So I just, we well, we just gave up trying to get in, in the squad. And we all did separately deathmatch and somehow got into the same game. Apparently, only eight people were playing tonight. <laughs> so, that can't be right. Right? Yeah. It, it was weird. Like, it, we couldn't... The, the matchmaking wasn't working right. Uh, it kept airing us out every time that we tried to to get in the game. And then, like, we finally... Uh, where I just said, screw it. Got into my own game. And they did the same thing. We got into the same game together anyway. Oh. So it was kind of dumb. Uh, but I killed one person. Uh, I haven't played Elite Dangerous in a while, so... Using my flight stick and everything, I wasn't very, uh, very good. So I was like, you know, trying to figure out the controls and everything. Uh, but I did, did manage on, on killing one person. And now that I upgraded my PC, like the graphics look all pretty, uh, uh, much sharper than on my 660 to my 970 now. And uh, yeah, Elite Dangerous is still cool. I plan on doing more of it uh, eventually. And I keep getting bugged to, to get back into playing the game. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, the, these next two I'm going to talk about are all because of you, Fraser, and uh, Duke Scath. Yes. Uh, Hexcells and Mushroom 11. Yes, um, I know them well. Yes, Hexcells is a lot of fun. It's that uh, kind of puzzle, you know, trying to figure out where something's going to be. It's nice that you don't fail like in Minesweep. Yeah, you just get a uh, uh, mistake or whatever if you if you click wrong. And there's been a yeah, few it's times not game I've clicked over, wrong right, because yeah. I yeah, and like I've I've clicked wrong instead of hitting like right click and left click. I'm like, dang it, I didn't want to do that. And then like you have to start the whole thing over if you want to get uh, you know zero mistakes, all the points and stuff like that. Uh, but Hexels is a lot of fun. I actually beat Hexels. And uh, I bought all of them, so I guess next one I think is uh, Hexel's Infinite. I'll be moving on to. And, yeah, uh, I finished. Um, like it's... I finished both of them. I went from uh, Hexel's to Hexel's Plus to Hexel's Infinite, and I finished all the puzzles on Hexel's Infinite last week. And then it's great because Hexel's Infinite, you can just type in a, any random number and it'll seed a new game. Uh, yeah. But the pride, but they're not to the quality of the constructed games. I have to admit. Yeah, because so they are randomly generated and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like uh, I, I'm a sucker for picking up like some small game. Like whenever I'm having a busy day or something, I love the the just put in a small game like this. You know, go through a few of the levels finish them, feel accomplished, and then, you know, be done. And that's exactly what I go with it. And the same thing with kind of Mushroom 11, 
Uh, I have finished three chapters of it now. I think it's chapters, levels, whatever they call yeah. it. Uh, and uh, I love at the end of each one, there's like a boss that you have to figure out how to beat. Uh, that's a lot of fun, trying to figure out how to get past these, these little uh, obstacles that they put in your way. Uh, it was completely different than I got in my head from listening to you and Duke actually talk about it. And uh, it is, it's... It's a lot of fun. Like, you know, you just erase your, your... They call it a mushroom. It just looks like an, a, a gigantic amoeba. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, you just erase it and it keeps growing and trying to figure out... Uh, I got to a point where, like, you basically had to use uh, physics and get rid of the rest of, of, of it and launch this, like, small piece across uh, a gigantic part of lava... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that took me a good twenty tries to get it right. Yeah, but that's yeah. what it does, and it, it is. There was a lot of. Um, I've always had a soft spot for looking at games. I'll see these games on Steam where they're sort of like water, water-based physics, and you have to move this sort of puddle or something like that. They never ever turn out to be that great. But Mushroom Eleven was almost like that and turned out to be that great. I've just got to say though, I, I, I'm dead. It's dead to me now. I got to the. Um, a part of it in the sixth chapter it's just broke me it's just so hard and i'm sure that somebody could come along and go zip 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 and do it and if i keep attempting it i'll probably zip 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 do it at some point but i sit down and i try it and i fail and i can just feel the rage <laughs> rising <laughs> it grows in me like and i just like that is not i'm not enjoying this anymore like it's gone from me enjoying it to me absolutely hating it so unfortunately i had to can it and i've binned it but i got pretty much close almost to the end probably 90 percent done so i mean you kind of brought up a good point you know you finish on a high note and just put it down for the day don't even try to go further uh you know that sense of accomplishment kind of outsways the the rage that you would get for it. And there were a couple points uh, whenever I had to throw that mushroom where uh, there was one point where you had to go, uh, there were platforms rising and lowering, and uh, it was, like, a couple of them would go into lava. Uh, and, like, I would throw the, the thing up into the air, and by the time it hit, it would hit into lava because the platform went down. It's was like, ah, oh, how do I do this? How do I figure this out? And then it happens, and then you feel happy about yourself. Um, but I think I'm going to try to do like a chapter or two uh, a day um, and then try to finish it up because I am having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I picked up on a Steam cell. Speaking of that, uh, winter Steam cells coming on. Go check out your games uh, and buy all the games that you probably won't play. But yeah, yes. like I, I am finding Mushroom Eleven pretty fun. I will. I mean, I'm only two chapters away from getting in to chapter six so we'll see uh that part that you're frustrated with i'm sure i'll i'll be frustrated for quite a while maybe but it's, i mean it's, it's one like of those things where you could thing. suddenly yeah, come you, to it and use it like, oh, it, no i can't problem. get past this monster i'm sorry what was that uh so i was just gonna say i seem to have lost my connection there for a second sorry uh yeah you you know what you could come to that part of the game and uh you zip through it i mean who knows right that's the thing about it so there we go yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, maybe you can get back into it and finish it up. But uh, last game I'm going to talk about real quick, because everyone knows what it is. Fallout 4. Uh, I've just been doing stupid side missions and finally, finally uh, getting into this, like, the 
main part of the story of the game after, I don't know, uh, 70 hours now. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did so many side missions, it was ridiculous. And the wife, uh, my wife actually beat it. And because I bought it for her on the Xbox One, and uh, I'm, I've been playing on the PC, so we were like playing it next to each other forever. And then she just went straight off and beat it in about 45 hours. And uh, I'm just going along trying to beat it, but I, I just I keep getting sidetracked with stupid missions and exploring. I love I love exploring those worlds. Uh, yeah, that's the beauty of it. Oh, oh, completely. And uh yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it still after the these many hours. Uh but yeah, it'll it'll finish up here eventually. I I kind of want to beat it tomorrow. Maybe I'll just just mainline it and just do the straight story so I can do uh Xenoblade uh on 26. Who knows. But yeah, that's it for me. How about you, John? What you got here? Um all right. So Let's see, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on, but um, within those couple of weeks, I uh, finished the Uncharted series uh, just in time for it to get delayed even further, <laughs> um, which uh, we're going to say in the news, but I'll just say it now because it makes sense. But uh, Uncharted was, 4 was originally due in March. It's now pushed back to April, which is fine by me because there's plenty of other stuff we're trying to finish. Sorry, hang on a second. Was it March and then pushed back to April? Yeah, today. Okay, so it was pushed back a month? Yep. Why are people... So I... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, people are like, what? It's on loads of people going, Freaking I can't out. believe it's so man. I thought Christmas is ruined. It's been pushed back a month and people are complaining. Yep. Oh, well, I, we yep. want to make sure at least they release, you know, as long as they're releasing a good game, it's... it's oh, fucking hell. It's a month. <laughs> yeah, I go, it's I can feel bad. that Mushroom 11 rage rising in me already. Fucking hell, it's a month. <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom Eleven Rage. Um, I thought it had yeah, been delayed so for like six months or something, or a year. No, nope. just a <laughs> month. A little bit of polish, a little spit shine. Yeah, that's all right. But yeah, no, it's it's good. Uh, Uncharted two and three were great. Uh, I think two was stronger. Uh, personally, two was definitely um, stronger. Three overstayed its welcome. Yeah, you know, a lot of it too was. Uncharted 2 was much more diverse in the environments. Like, you're in the mountains, and then you're in a tropical area, and it's bouncing around. Uh, the color palette in 3 is brown. Right. <laughs> and dark. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the beginning when you're in the London Underground and all that. I thought that was really clever. And then after that, you're desert the rest of the game. Um, it was still fun. I, I mean, nothing against it. But I think I think 2 had better set pieces. Um and things like that, and three was almost like, in terms of the ending, it was like the same ending in just a different place, like <laughs> collapsing everything and trying to get out of yeah. it. Um, wouldn't say I was mad at it though; I still, still thought it was fun. Um, but yeah, two was definitely a stronger game. Um, definitely excited for four, um, but I'm 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 okay with the extra month. It doesn't bother me. That means there's more time to finish other things, like these massive games we're all playing. <laughs> Like Fallout, yeah, and Metal Gear, and The Witcher Three, yeah, which I also picked up. Um, I started Witcher the other day. Um, that's a huge game. 
It, it's a, it feels enormous. Yeah, man. Well, it's been out for like <laughs> me over a hundred hours to beat. So, oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, and yeah. I keep hearing podcast people going. I, I think Marcanics just beat it this week. Yeah, and like I thought, he's been playing it for like eight months or something. Yeah, you know it's funny too. It's a, and I don't know why I do it because it's because of how long those games are. It's like, oh, cool! I have Fallout and Witcher on my play right now, and still Metal Gear as well. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I should, yeah, uh, but but goddamn, Uncharted's been delayed a month. Yeah, I have nothing to do. <laughs> what can um, I possibly do? Yeah, so th- th- there's there's more than enough for me to do between those three, let alone everything else. Um, but that's that's the thing is like you know you get interested in those games, and then something that's like a seven to ten hour game comes out. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. You get to the end. And then when you finish that, you go back to Fallout or whatever. And, and <laughs> then the, I get the same thing as you, Gary. I get that, uh, you know, all right, let me do this mission. Oh, what's that shiny thing over there? And then you start running somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Just start exploring. And then next thing you're like, you keep going farther and farther. And then you're like, I've done nothing except run around and check things out and loot things. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, have, I have gaming ADD to the extreme. Yeah. Um. Every now and then I'm like, okay, no, mission, mission. And then you do one, and then you're like, this is a new place to run around. But, um, but yeah, Witcher 3 is great. It's it's gorgeous. Um, the combat's awesome. Um, I'm excited to get further in that for sure. I really enjoy you it. you playing that on your X-Bone? Uh, yes, sir. Did you get on a deal? 25. Nice. It's 50% off right now, I think. Yeah, that's a good price for that game for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what made me go with it. But, um yeah, so uh, also another game that's free. I started playing Thief. <laughs> um, I think if I paid for it, I would have felt like I was robbed by a thief. <laughs> uh, it's not horrible for the price tag of free, but I think uh, I, I think I would have been upset if it was a game I had put money towards. Is that free on uh, Xbox or at PlayStation? Yeah, yeah, Xbox with you know the free with gold. Um, and it's funny cause it's been super cheap on a couple occasions, like for like five bucks or like three ninety nine. I think at one point I saw it for too or something. expensive. Those greedy yeah, like, devs, not too greedy devs. Um, yeah. It, so it's, it's not horrible, but it, it's, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of depth. All you're doing so far. I'm not incredibly far. Go on. Give it a one word review. Toilet. <laughs> it basically takes like, how many flashes out of uh, 10 would you give it? I think it's, I think it clogs, <laughs> um, but all you do is, uh, steal a bunch of stuff and sneak, sneak around. Wow. It's almost thief like, it so, like uh, but that's it. But I, you know, there's some sort of story there I, and it, you know, I enjoy story. I don't care what's going on. I'm like, eh, skip the cutscene. Like, this is, I, it just, it doesn't pull you in. Have they ever released uh, a decent thief game? I mean, I think they released one know. back in the piece, the first one back on the PC, right? Back in the nineties, and everyone, oh yeah, this I'm, is if, pretty good. But I don't think anything yeah. has ever been decent since. This feels like an Xbox 360 port to me. It doesn't feel like it's an Xbox One game. Oh, that's yeah. Well, um, it could be. It feels dated, but um, well, I think it may have been at the beginning. I can't remember when it came out now, but it may. Have been was it? Because I thought I thought this was the. Oh, it might have been the beginning of the cycle. Like I, I know it came out after the new consoles came out, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like in Skyrim, when you go around, you can just grab stuff. It's just that. And then you're tiptoeing around and not trying not to get caught by guards. 
I'll give it more of a chance. I'm not incredibly far, but I would just with everything else I've been playing, I'm like this is yeah, not. It doesn't stand a chance, does it? No, no. I mean, there's some there's some decent low levels to it, and uh, pu- I I like my puzzles and stuff, and it has a few of those. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it, and I think it's because I was in that sneaky mood, because I was play. I think I was playing Dishonored around the same time, and I wanted to keep up with it, so I was playing Thief as well. Uh, and I I like going around the, the the area. Now the combat to it sucks. If you get spotted, you have a, a Billy Club or whatever whatever they call that thing, and yeah, you just have this one thing to beat them with. <laughs> and uh, you're you're very underpowered to that kind of, uh, you know, their attacks and stuff like that. But uh, I do enjoy sneaking around and uh, getting stuff. And <clears throat> the story was interesting enough, I think, uh, to keep me in it. I mean, I'm I, I I I hate recommending stuff to people because I really have. Um, well, you said at the start, didn't you, Gary? You said that you. Are pretty uh, favorable I, to almost all games. Yeah, because like I'm a I'm a I'm an apologist to everything. You can see the good and, in things. Yeah, yeah. I try not to be overly critical about anything. Uh, <laughs> well, you've come try- to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> and I love stories, so I'm off the podcast. There you go. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm like the That's all right. I know. I'm in a league of my own on that one. Don't worry. <laughs> John's gonna hate me. Yeah. I have skipped every cutscene on Tomb Raider so far. I was like, oh, "Fuck that!" Uh, it's brutal. <laughs> I was just like, "Let's get on with it." Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I might give it more chance. Uh, I say that, but then at some point I'm gonna be like, "You know, I really need this 20 extra gig on my hard drive." Yeah, right. <laughs> so on, see please. you later. S- stealing my hard drive space. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> clever, clever girl. <laughs> clever girl um but last thing i played um i haven't played in a few days but the uh destiny's sparrow racing league that kicked off a couple weeks ago um i think it's ending are we in the last week for it i think this is the last week it's supposed to run for three weeks um it's gonna be one of those things that pops up here and there i, I don't think they've decided on the cycle but like you know they have their iron banner competitive multiplayer that pops up um like once a month sort of thing. Um, but this was a three-week new thing where you can uh, race your Sparrow amongst five other people on two different courses. Do you get to uh, throw turtle shells at people? N- no, you don't. You just you can knock them off of the cliffs and stuff if you're... I guess that'll make up try. for a little bit. Yeah. No, it, it's actually really well done, and it, it's free, which is nice. <laughs> but um, The only no, part it, in Destiny that's free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, um, it, it's enjoyable, though. It's uh, It, it kind of makes Destiny start feeling like that fully fleshed MMO thing. Like, you look at, like, Warcraft and things like that, and they have all these extra side things you can do, and it just feels like this kind of living world. So, um there's some really good drops. I mean, like every race, there's different things you get and they're actually dropping, uh, level like these helmets and armor that you would to the rank that you would get in like the raid. Is Uh, it by completing the race or in the race? Like you can pick stuff up, uh, at the end of the race when you get your your drops and then there's uh, prizes and stuff. 
Yeah, like when you finish a strike and then you you get random drops at the end of a strike or, or the the nightfall. It's it's you know kind of like the end of thing uh, rewards. But then there's also bounties and some missions and stuff that get you some extra extra things. But um, no, it, it's really good. I've gotten some pretty cool stuff. And the gear you get isn't just strictly for the racing. Like it it can carry over to the rest of the game. So it's not like you're getting stuff that's you know pigeonholed into this thing that's going to pop up every now and then. Um, kind of like Iron Banner, in a sense. Iron Banner stuff. You know, you get extra XP in Iron Banner if you're wearing Iron Banner gear and all that. But um, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, when you when you do a party chat with a few people and, and go on some races and you're just, you know, yelling at each other and passing each other left and right. And, and it, th- something can go wrong in a second. You can be in first place for like three minutes and then you miss a turn and next thing you know, you're in last, <laughs> um, which is frustrating in some cases when you're trying to get a bounty and get in the top three but once you get past that it's it's actually a lot of fun it's really fast paced um really well done for being just like a side little thing that they threw into the game so Um, how you're saying it is it's not a thing that's like you can just go and play anytime it's actually a limited time and they're gonna bring it back again later yeah, I don't think they've decided i think they're trying to see what's going on with it first it's it they launched it for a three-week span um like I was saying before, like Iron Banner comes back every now and then. Um, they have the Trials of Osiris that's only on, on like the weekends. Kind of like when that one guy, Zer, the vendor, that comes out on the weekends too. It's not like this thing that's there all the time. So I don't know if they've talked about what they want to do for a release cycle. If it's going to be like three weeks and then one week off or three weeks and then like a month off or, or whatever. But um, yeah, it's going to pop up every now and then. Um, what would be cool to see is if it's like different courses every time or, or they're just adding more courses or different, you know, different challenges and stuff see Um, i think to to make it better is it should be you know just as this mode you can go into on the games like play destiny or play you know uh you know the spare racing league or something like that or yeah i I think go to arena and then you can go play it anytime you want it's kind of weird that they're only going to have for for a little limited amount of time yeah i mean the thing about iron banner it's like you know iron banner pops up you know, once a month and, uh, it's still multiplayer. It's still, it's still like, you know, crucible. So, um, but then this one just has some extra challenges and drops. So it'd be kind of cool if there was some sort of, you know, all the time casual thing. And then they do the racing league with like specific, you know, gear and drops that might come through it and and rewards, I think would be the nice thing. And maybe it'll get to that. I think this is just them testing. It's a, it's a brand new mode. It's, it's, you know, the sparrow is just meant to drive around the map and get to different places. I mean, you know, so I, yeah, like even if you didn't get anything, you know, maybe people just want to race all the time in Destiny. <laughs> like I could, yeah. I could see that being a thing, or you know, like the I don't know anything about the Iron Banner, but Banner, but uh, you know, having a way to to play these more often would probably be better. It's just weird they bring something that's free and then you know, it's all. I mean, it kind of has to be free if it's for a limited amount of time because it's like uh, I bought this, why can't I have it again? You know. Yeah, well, I, I know they're. I think they're starting to get back to that original goal of having Destiny, this wide, living, breathing world. And when it came out, it was not a breathing world, um, story-wise. But um, now there's going to be these different facets to it that keep you coming back, and that's kind of what I got to the point with Destiny that I enjoyed before was just like, you know, doing those couple things to keep your guy and checking on top, and and not feeling like there's like all this stuff to do, you know, fun to jump in every now and then when there's a new event or a challenge. Um, so I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with that. I, 
it, curious it, to see where that goes. It but definitely, like you know, for a game that's as big as Destiny, something that's supposed to you know go on for next, as as they said, like ten years or whatever. Like you have, if you're gonna, if you want to keep people in, and I keep bringing this back to like Guild Wars two, you know, they had uh, week or uh, biweekly updates since the game came out bringing new content and stuff and changing the world and everything and that's like if you want to keep people interested it can't just be oh i'm just gonna go on a raid or you know do the story missions or whatever it has to be different content different different things that you're gonna bring out and you can't just make everyone pay for everything because you know you got six dollars now maybe if you want to do this even i mean guild wars i bought the game and i don't have to pay a subscription and if they do their microtransactions right, you know, people will buy skins or something like that to wear. And, uh, like, Guild Wars has their trading, uh, uh, they call it the Black, Black Line Trading Outpost or whatever. And, uh, you know, people trade items and and they kind of can make money through that if people buy gems and, and uh, convert that into gold to buy stuff or buy stuff using the gems and uh, getting new items, and you know, there is a way for them to capitalize better on this, and probably make more money out of it because I think people are just tired of having to pay, you know, another thirty dollars or whatever for each expansion that comes out. I just that's that's my problem with it. That's why I didn't buy it until Taken King came out because I could get everything for uh, I picked it up for fifty dollars. So like. You know, I didn't have to pay $20 for this, $20 for that, then $40 for the expansion, and it was just too much for me to, to actually want to get into. And it sucks because I'm sure, you know, it's Bungie, I'm sure it's a good shooter and all that, but I just, I can't be asked. I just, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to, because I, yeah. I, I do have a limited amount of funds. Yep, but they added, um something called the Eververse Trading Outpost, and there you can buy extra emotes, and um, right now they have uh, this thing that you can get for the Sparrow Racing League that's like a, a record, your personal record book, and when you buy that, it keeps track of your stuff, and once you fill out like these different challenges, you get extra drops as well. Um, but that's totally cosmetic. It's not something that's like... Uh, you know, the, the, Destiny's not going to have anything that's pay to win. A lot of people are in uproar because the one thing they do have is you can pay money to have a character get bumped to level 25, which I'm not, that's not paying to win. You're just skipping some content if you've already played through like the earlier stuff, like vanilla Destiny and want to start getting into the expansions. I mean, if you look at things like World of Warcraft, they do that. <laughs> you can pay to have a character bumped up to a new level I, so you can experience the new stuff. Yeah, I do find that a little bit too expensive. I think that go up just to level 25 i mean i whenever i got the taken king and everything came with the free uh upgrade to level 25 i haven't used it i don't i don't know if i will or not maybe if i have a second character i'll use it on him um but like i barely started the game so i i need to get into it if i if i want to get hopefully yeah well i mean that's that's the thing too is it's like you know people are in an uproar but it's not required it's, it's you know they're like hey if you want to make another character and, and skip a bunch of stuff yeah it sounds go. to me like that's fair enough i don't think that's too unreasonable really yeah no it's i mean and and those are the it, it, they're going to this point where spare racing league was free because they got a bunch of people buying different emotes and things like that i mean they're you know and obviously they got it from the the previous uh 
expansions, but they're going to this microtransaction thing that's um, cosmetic, really, really cosmetic only, yeah. to kind of fund some future content. And, and the the more successful that is, the more free content will come in the pipeline. And I could see that being very good if uh, they actually change to be more of giving free content than just saying, okay, buy this, now buy this. It, because, you know, it's I just find it too ridiculous to buy everything they have. Now, you know, if they're being funded by the people that actually want to buy the stuff and you're not buying it, and you still get the the content for free, then that is that's a that's much better uh, overall. Just yeah, and I think people are more likely to support like a, like an example would be if I download an app on my iPhone that's free, but supported with ads, and I really like the app, and they have an option for like a buck or two to remove the ads. I'll do that because it's supporting the developer of an app I like, you know. And you have the option to it. So if you know if Destiny goes this route and you want to support them and you see that there's something kind of cool and cosmetic you can get to help fund future content, you know, and and you're doing that once or twice and then the majority of the other players out there, the thousands of players out there do it once or twice, that's going to work. Yeah. And you're not asking for 40 bucks or 20 bucks. You're asking for like a couple bucks per player, you know, and, and it, it'll fund it for sure. Yeah, like me playing Guild Wars 2, you know, like I played it for so long without giving them any money. And uh, then they start, you know, they start bringing all of these things you can buy. There's, uh, it was probably a good half, or no, maybe a year after the game was out, they brought up these, because um, you can gather items like you, you have a axe or a pick or um, uh, uh, sickle to, to gather these different items you can get. And then they have like unlimited use ones, so you didn't have to buy any more. Uh, you know, they were like $10 a, a piece, so I bought them all. And that's, you know, that's giving them $30 for me playing. I think I have about 1,200 hours in Guild Wars. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. So, you know, the money... That's like Fraser Rust status. No way. That's nowhere near... No, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. man. I, that's unbelievable. And I, I, did, I did see that uh, Gary DeFelice is back into Rust. Yeah, we're having yeah, a Rust reunion on the 27th. or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe what what are you playing? Are you playing on the PC? For what Rust? The the Rust, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's only on PC. Because um, maybe I should pick it up and just get in with you guys for you know the reunion thing. And I think it's on sale right now. See what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Is it's on sale with the the holiday stuff? Maybe I should pick it up and yeah, make your choice. I don't know if I'm going to jump into it and play it anymore. I don't really want to get back into it, but I'll definitely jump on for the reunion. I mean, it should be a good yeah. laugh for a day. So I mean, I I pay a lot more money to get a less of an experience. So yes. I think I think it's conflicting with Fraser's cookie clicker reunion. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's that's it for uh, for me. And uh, I think we'll we'll kibosh the Destiny talk before <laughs> we make anyone's ears bleed. That's okay. It wasn't. And I hate uh, talking about the, Destiny. We had a good talk about it. Though. Yeah, that wasn't the worst no, I, Destiny I, I talk ever, though. That was sort of like interesting Destiny talk. That's because yeah, only one more person in the is interested in it, and the other two of us are like, "Well, I'm more interested to hear what people you have to say about it being into it than than being against it." I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, something that Steve said last week is how he's kind of like 
dropped it like a bad habit out of nowhere and I'm more or less the same. I mean, there's, there's all this other stuff to play and honestly, I haven't even done the new raid yet. I will at some point, but I'm, I'm just, oh, not that I've gone cold. I just, there's other stuff that I'm preferring, you know, um, it's not, I'm not going to install it or anything. I mean, but. that's always good. You got to get your heroin in there when cocaine just doesn't do it for you. Right. Mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, news. Well, you know what? You say news. news. I'm I'm going to put my two cents in here and, and say that we can the news section today. Um, Canned. Can. Done. All right. We're going to have another. The only thing around there we can still cover next week because it's still 2015 next year. Next yeah, week. there's loads of but so. the, that. Um, has tons of new stuff in it. We could fill a whole show. So I'm going to skip that. And uh, we've got a quiz. So let's power on with the charts and the quiz. And then I still got to get up for work in the morning. So let's get get. Uh, yeah, I'm going in early tomorrow myself. So. There we go. <laughs> uh, cool. Do you want me to do... I don't mind. The West. Sure. All right. Cue the music. All right. At number 10 is Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection. Play it one more time because you have an extra month. Uh, coming in at number nine is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. I think Co- I'm hearing that a lot of people are enjoying that. Cover me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> at number eight is GTAF. Yeah, I have heard a lot of people speaking of. I realize I just started moving on after your comment there. <laughs> That's right, just ignore Fraser. He's in the corner in his bar. No, I've I've heard it's I've heard it's pretty good. Um, I saw some screenshots of it today with people like changed colors on their weapons and stuff like that. I I my interest has peaked a little bit more than it had been. Before. I sure it wasn't Counter Strike. Pink assault rifle. I'm, I'm well in. up for a pink assault rifle. Reloading. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll one of us, some of us, will check it out at some point. Some point when it's on sale oh, yeah. or shared in a library. Uh, at number eight is GTAV. Um, at number seven is Steve's favorite, Just Cause Three. It's for the week. <laughs> for the week, might be done. He might actually. What time is it? He's probably done with it by now. Uh, not done with the game, but not playing it anymore. Uh, at number six is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, what he is done with. Yes, <laughs> for now. that was the one before. Mm-hmm. I think. At number five, Minecraft Story Mode. At number four, Fallout 4. Oh, look at that. 4-4. Four, four. At number three... FIFA. Nice. At number two, Star Wars Battlefront. I'm still playing that. Not too much to talk about with that, though. It's the same thing. And number one, Cod Blops 3. Very good. I think that could be the same charts we ran, we uh, said on Sunday. Maybe. Yeah, fair but enough. I, thought, I don't think un- Rainbow Six Siege was in there on Sunday, so maybe they changed a little bit. Uh, anyway, okay. Well, on to the west. On to the uh, not the west, the east. Let me just get this. Well, you, if you go far enough west, you're going to end up you there. You get anyway. there eventually. Yeah. Okay. Right. None of it. Um, this is straight from Famitsu. Google Translate. So here we go. Uh, at number ten, it's Rhythm Tengoku, the best plus. At number nine, Mario and Luigi RPG Paper Mario Mix. At number eight, it's Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Oh. At number seven, Disney Magic Castle, My Happy Life 2. At number six, Steve's favorite, Separatoon. At number five, Super Mario Manufacturer. At number four, Spectre Watch Buster, Akinikodan, White Dog Core. At number three, it's Fallout 4. 
at number two. It's Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Every time. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Cross. And I thought these would be the same charts, but there's not. There's something here. Number one for the... Th- oh, I didn't even tell you what platforms they were. It doesn't matter anyway. At number uh, one for the 3DS is Monster Strike. That's it. Monster Strike. <laughs> that must be the, the new one where you get the, the new 3DS. The, uh, monsters. Or the, the, yeah. Monster that, Strike. I'm excited to see that one if that's the one they're talking about. It's actually a, a picketing simulation. The monsters have gone on strike. Monster Strike 3DS trailer shows its Monster Strikeception. Monster Strike is one of the most popular smartphone titles in Japan, and it's getting oh, a new Nintendo a... 3DS game that offers an original RPG story. So this is another something else that they know about, which we haven't got over here. But they are buying... So I love the way Japan... Japan! Just... <laughs> embraces new stuff like this, sells a shit ton of 3DS games and gets on with it. There's such a different market. I love it. The one odd duck is uh, Fallout in there. Yeah, but the big games do make them in there. They don't really rise too yeah. far. That's pretty high for a one. Far out. <laughs> they don't go more than like a week or two, really, before no. the other ones just float over. I mean, Japan is very, uh, very high on their mobile uh they're not big in the consoles like the the West is. No, they're not. But even like, yeah, yeah, it's massive. You know, the big sales are in the um, in the handhelds. It is very rare if you're going to see. You won't see anything on the Xbone in there. But the their handhelds and their Nintendos. Yeah, their handhelds and Nintendos. Well, the PlayStation's always got always represented in there by something. But yeah, yeah. but the big AAA releases that we have over here don't tend to hang in there very long. They sell a boat. They sell a boatload, and then they disappear. So, yes, I think Rainbow Six Siege was in there last week. So, anyway, that is the charts. Nice quiz. 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 Gary, are you excited about quiz. a quiz? Yeah. yeah well, quiz you know what? We were gonna. I wasn't gonna do a quiz, and then I suddenly realized it wouldn't be fair because I think we've done a quiz for every guest we've had on the show. Quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! I think we have. We have. Yeah, we have. Uh, Greg Delisi on there. So we got to give Gary his chance to shine. Actually, I'm sorry. It looks like it looks like Greg Delisi is the the only guest that we've done a quiz for on here, according to the uh, the list. The uh, the only one that won. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's oh, right. You know, you don't get on the list we, unless you win. Speaking of, we had Defelici. Lost on one. Did he? Did he do a quiz with him? Yeah, I think so. Speaking of Greg Delacy, for Christmas I bought him a shirt that says no friendo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Him and his (laughs) Nintendo stuff. Um, I I found that very fitting for him to have. Yeah. Well, Greg has the coveted place of being the only person on the list who's one for one. So, so Gary, your opportunities now, your time to shine is here. All right. I'm so screwed. No, you're not. Okay, let's let's cue some quiz music. Um, Gary, as you're our guest, uh, heads or tails? Uh, let's do tails. It's heads, I'm afraid. I'm going to pass it to John. Play or pass, John? Oh, play. Mm, good call. Let me just make sure that I've got six questions. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. Oh, I'm going to have to get rid of one. 
Uh-oh. I am going to get rid of... The Quiz Awakens. Oh, yeah, that one's definitely <laughs> got to go. Okay, we got to do that one. All right. Uh, sorry, John, did you say play or pass? I said play. Nice one. Okay. Question number one. Where does the English version of Ace Attorney take place? Is it A, New York, B, Tokyo, C, Los Angeles, or 4, Austin? Hmm. Uh... Where does the English version of Ace Attorney take place? New York. I am. Tokyo. Los Angeles. Or Austin. (laughs) I don't know what the voice is for Austin. Uh, This has to be bigger, right? Because everything's bigger in Texas. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Is that your final answer? Is the right answer. Oh, yes. Game on, Gary. Game on, Gaza. Does anybody call you Gaza? No. <laughs> the girls always called me Gare Bear. Uh, right, okay. You shouldn't admit that on a podcast. <laughs> I've admitted much worse on a podcast. Fair Jarvis, edit that out. <laughs> He's not going to edit it out. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh... Gary, how many minds follow you as you try to destroy the cannon in the video game Star Castle? Is it, is it A, 10, B, 3, C, 5, or 4, 1? Hands up, anybody who knows ever heard of the game Star Castle. And I no don't, idea. I don't see any hands up. No, nope. we we're going to go with 5. Gary... It's not the right answer, I'm afraid. It's actually three. My favorite uh, answer choices are when it's a letter or a number. (laughs) (laughs) One, seven, two, four, three. Three D or four S. X. Uh, Okay, John, question number two. Mm This one's a great one. Here we go. Uh, you ready? By the way, by the way, clever joke, by the way. Oh, what? Uh, the decaf joke. Decaf. <laughs> so good. I was cracking up in the car. And it was funny because as you asked it, I guessed it. I'm like, oh, he didn't. <laughs> I know it. That was good. Uh, okay, here we go. Question number two. Reptile, who is the hidden fighter in Mortal Kombat, had Mortal Kombat, had the attributes of... It's with a K. It's with a K. K-K-K-Combat. Had the attributes of which pair of fighters... Was it A, Louis Kang and Johnny Cage? Was it B, Scorpion and Sub-Zero? Was it C, Goro and Shang Tsung? It's or B. was it 4, Raiden and Kano? It's going to be B, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Is that your final answer? Sure. It's the right answer. I mean, that's all the same dude with different colored <laughs> ninja outfits. Is it? I have no idea. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. exact. Like, uh, so the, Scorpion's like yellow, Sub Zero's blue, and he's green. They literally look almost exactly the same. <laughs> all right. The, it, it, it's all black ninja outfits with a different, you know, highlighted. Yes. Uh, yeah, see, like I see what you've done. You actually know something about Mortal Kombat. See, for me, the outsider yeah. who has no idea. I just looked at that and it was like, wow, there's about 20 names on there and none of it means anything to me. This should be a stumper. Before you even start giving the answers, I was like, I know exactly what it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> I see, yeah. That's why I said B in the middle You're of You're going to lose on the coin toss. You know that, don't you, Gary? 
<laughs> it seems to be the, the deciding factor, I must say. The coin cost. Okay, you've got to... Well, if you know your fighting games, here you go. You're in for a chance here. Are you ready? Question number two for Gary. In the Street Fighter Four movie, in the introduction, who is Ryu fighting? Is it A, Akuma, B, Ken, C, Bison, or 4, Spider-Man? <laughs> it's gotta be with, uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> it could be either one of those three, because that's... that's oh, man. Um... Oh, it's not the it movie, is it? It's gonna be... Hang on a yeah, second. It's not the Street Fighter movie. But there was a... It's the Street Fighter uh, 4 introduction movie, so I guess that's the movie at the start uh, of the game, right? Okay, I... Oh, man, why did I not... Why did I skip that? Why did I pull a Frasier Did you Did you that? press start, select, or whatever it is to skip that? Yeah, normally. Insert your coin and get on with it. Okay, oh, man. It's, I think it's either going to be Akuma or it's going to be uh, Ken. Oh, um... God, I don't want to go with... Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The famous crossover. Uh, you know what? Let's go with uh, A. Akuma. Is that your final so, answer? Yeah, I think it is. Gary! I had such high hopes for you! It's Ken. Bison. Oh. Ding! Oh, man. <laughs> I knew it was either going to be like him and Ken training or it was going to be him fighting because... Uh, well, I think maybe I got confused with uh, the story part of playing as Ryu. I think I, that's... I know he goes to... It's going to come back to haunt you, that question. Here, I'll get, we'll run through. We'll do the final questions. John, your question, your third mm-hmm. question. In Snatcher, what annoying problem of Napoleon's gives him away every time? Is it A, his sneezing? Is it B, his irritating laugh? Is it C, his constant coughing? Or is it four... His size. Um, What's Snatcher? <laughs> well, well, Grievous. Grievous has the cough. Grievous has the cough. Yeah. <laughs> hands up. Who, um, hands up. Who's heard of the video game Snatcher? <laughs> There's not many hands up on this one either. Nope. Hmm. Sneezing, coughing. Sneezing, laughing, coughing, or being small. So you can get some rest medicine. Um, let's see. I don't think it's a size. I don't think it's a laughter. Snatcher, no snatching. <laughs> I'm going to go with sneezing. Gary. This is what you're up against, Gary, here. I mean, you're just into the lion's den, man. That is the right answer, Nobody John. can beat John. Ooh. No way. When John's Ooh. on form, see how he, see, he does the <sighs> difference with me. He'll sit there and work it's through sweet, all the things, sweet. work through all the answers and get the right answer at the end. I spend five minutes working out an answer and get the wrong answer. John's <laughs> different. He's different gravy. You know, there's times I'm off, though, and I and I talk myself out of the right answer. <laughs> I know. It's just That's Gary. like the last time I just did. Just Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, okay, Gary, here, so redeem default, yourself. Right? Redeem yourself with a third question. In what arcade game can you skip ahead by jumping the character behind a wall? Is it A, Miss Pac-Man? Is it A, Miss pa- <laughs> Pac-Man? B, Robotron? C, Q-Bert? Or 4, Crystal Castle? 
We surveyed 42 people. <laughs> I don't know what Crystal Castle is. Um, jumping behind the wall does not. Miss Pac Man. Is there a way to jump behind the wall? I don't know. Um, uh, name, name the first three again Miss Pac Man, Robotron, Cubert, or Crystal Castle. He said that was such emphasis. I don't know if I want to redeem yourself. Crystal Castle. Is that your final answer? (laughs) Is the right answer? Yay! Yay! Well done. You saved face by getting one right. Nice. And all the all the the right answers are all the games I've never heard of. Yeah, I know. You just got the luck of the draw there. Uh, I, I, I deserve a recount. Is Trump in this? I can give you a recount. You lost three to one. Damn recount done. <laughs> uh, the tiebreaker question was how many? You know what? Should I use? Yeah, fuck it. It doesn't matter. The tiebreaker question was how many James Bond games have there been? Seven. Ooh. John. Um. Hmm. Four. No. What video games? Are you serious? Yeah, I don't four? know. Four? It's definitely been more than four. 22. Oh, God. I forgot <laughs> it was that many. Actually, I swear to saw on the Overseas Connection. Come on, they release one at least every year. I don't know about every year. Pretty much. I probably played seven of them. I think I can think of one that matters. <laughs> Golden Eye? That's the that one. That is the one, yeah. Uh, the so one on the Wii. <laughs> I mean, really, really. But there's, there were two Golden Eyes. Because they re released it on the. The original ones. The the original, but they re-released it on the Nintendo and whatever. Anyway, that's the quiz. Thank you very much. So I well won. Done, I John. got closer. Yay. You got Yay. one. <laughs> All right. That's it, right? We got anything else? Nope. Community is quiet. Can we... Typical fall of Fridays. And we covered a lot of it the other day. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Awesome. So, um... Yeah, we're uh, GamePunchers.com. <laughs> we have a website. Uh, get us at GamePunchersPod on Twitter. Um, if you're listening to this, obviously you've found us in some way, but uh, if this is an accident, you can subscribe to us on iTunes um, or most podcast apps. Just give us a search. It is on Windows Phone. Yeah, I don't know what find all us that there. about. Yeah. Uh, usually the best way to fix that is not to have a Windows Phone. That's right. But that's fine. Uh, but yeah, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, Gary, do you want to pimp your stuff? Games and RPG. Look us up. We're back on on uh, uh, whatever it's called. iTunes. That's what The internet. Is. Yeah, we're back on the internet. Uh, we were off for like a good probably 10 episodes because we couldn't get iTunes to work. Uh, but now we're back up as of like episode 98, I think it was. So yay us. It nice. finally happened. Cool. Um, should have a show next week. Get one more in before the new year is upon us. Uh, we started our planning for the Game of the Year podcast. We usually typically do it sometime in January. Um, so stay tuned on that, on the Twitters, at Game Watchers Pod. And until next week... Quizzard! <laughs> yeah, Qbert. <laughs> <laughs>